awesome so Donna how are you doing this week I'm doing pretty good it was a short week at work thank the lord it's over and I'm going on two weeks of leave unfortunately I'll have to still work from home but better than nothing (laughs) how about you that's awesome um well just still doing the gardening in the yard and two of my backyard trees are torn down so um yeah I thought I liked the shade but the one produced berries that were Mm -hmm. inedible and the other one was like a actually a (laughs) weed but it was just kind of pretty so anyway that I'm glad that's (laughs) over with and now you got to wear sunglasses in the backyard get some vitamin d (laughs) (laughs) there you go that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, actually, I forgot to say, I'm really excited that we're about to go to the coast this weekend to visit my dad. And while we're there, we're going to take the kids to go see the Minions movie. And they're so, so excited. They want to dress up. <laughs> oh, that'll be so cute. Yeah, I'm jealous. I want to go to the coast to see your dad, too. You're coming soon. <laughs> I know. Can't wait. So, Donna, tell us what book you're going to review for us this week. And remember, you promised it was going to be something something completely different than your last book. <laughs> Nick, this book <laughs> is different than literally any book I've ever read. Uh, f- oh, my God. Mm-hmm. First, it's contemporary. I don't do contemporary, a.k.a. it takes place in modern times. And then next, okay, it's a thriller murder mystery story that happens to have a little bit of romance in there. That is so cool. Yeah, I I am so excited to hear about all this. Unexpected for me, I couldn't even believe I was reading it. <laughs> I like felt like I was watching a Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> so it's probably awesome. Oh yeah, I I loved it. So. The book is called A Cold Dark Place, and it's a cold justice novel. So it's part of this 10-book series. Um, the author, oh, my goodness. Cool. Yeah. The author is Toni Anderson, who is a New York Times bestselling author. And, you know, she spells her name just like our one of our favorite aunts, Aunt Toni. So shout out to oh, Aunt Toni. Oh, yeah. Love you. <laughs> hey, love you. She's cool. Um, so the Cold Justice series, like I said, has 10 novels and it's actually an award-winning series. So multiple books out of it have won different types of awards and wow, each book is a standalone. So you don't have to read the one before it to understand what's going on, but, oh, cool. Yeah, I know. I think that's interesting. And, but there are, I shy away from books that you have to, you know, have the complete um, you have to read it all to know what's going on. Like, I shy away from that kind of stuff, so mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, it's a know. lot of pressure. Um, and there are crossover characters, so you get to see familiar faces. But, um, cool. Yeah, and it the series pretty much revolves around FBI agents who are part of what's called the Behavioral Analysis Unit. 
and what they do for a living is hunt serial killers and profile them for other law enforcement agencies. Wow, that sounds very interesting. <laughs> Are you into true crime? I am. Um, that's pretty much if we're going to watch any kind of like drama, thriller, or suspense on television, it's I, we usually want to watch a true crime. Yeah. And we do. And it's, you know, edgier seat stuff, you know, make you sick stuff. But <laughs> it's all entertaining. Yeah. Kylie, my hubby. I don't know if that's a good thing. I know. He, so I love like documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> like there was one about um, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, and I had nightmares. Oh, I saw it. I had nightmares. And it's did a documentary. You? I think I did too. Oh my God. I think I did too. <laughs> it was. Because he was, like, kind of cute, but, like, oh, my God, then he smiled, and it's, like, ew. <laughs> I was not attracted to him. I just was terrified by, like, he had no motive or M.O. Like, it was all random. So that's No, it was me. the devil. Was uh, The devil was telling him what to do. He was actually, uh, like, schizophrenically hearing the devil tell him how to think and all I that. I just feel like that's a do lie. Do you remember that? That's, like, a cop-out. Oh, I didn't even, I thought he was being honest. <laughs> Nikki, he's a mass murderer. Why would I think he's being honest? Oh, my God. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, my gosh. Fired. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, real quick, let me read you the book description. All right. So, and FYI, this book is free on Amazon for your Kindle. So, that might be why I purchased well. it. <laughs> And I was yeah. very pleasantly surprised. <laughs> awesome. Yes, I love a deal. Um, okay, so FBI agent Mallory Rooney spent the last 18 years searching for her identical twin sister's abductor. With the serial killer carving her sister's initials into the bodies of his victims, Mallory thinks she may have finally found him. Former soldier Alex Parker is a highly decorated but damaged war hero with a secret. He's a covert government assassin who hunts predators. Now he's looking into the murders, too. When danger starts to circle Mallory, Alex is forced out of the shadows to protect her, and they must race against the clock to find the killer. But the lies and betrayals that define Alex's life threaten to destroy them both, especially when the man who stole her sister all those years ago makes Mallory his next target. Uh, so Mal, so Alex is the killer? No, he's, I'll tell you. They just happen to find each other and she, okay. No, so. That sounds interesting. Yeah, Alex is like a hunter of serial killers, but on the down low. And okay. she's an FBI agent who's doing it like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Well. What do you think would be, like, the ideal audience for this book, first of all? I think anyone who's into true crime, like, for me, I love the podcast My Favorite Murder. It's literally my favorite. Uh, or crime documentaries or just thrillers. Like, this is what you want. I was definitely, like, turning page after page, like, whoa, this is so crazy. I had no idea. It was twists and turns. It was really good. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it sounds good already. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> a lot more action than my previous book. Yeah, you owe me. You owe 
Alright, so the main female, of course, we talked about Mallory Rooney, and then the main male is Alex Parker, and side note, my last main male character's name was Alex. Oh, yeah. Maybe I got a thing for Alex. I don't know. Just kidding. Okay. Maybe it's serendipitous. There you go. It's my thing. Uh... (laughs) So the bad guy or gal, you don't find out until almost the very end, and I'm not going to spoil it because you won't know anyways. The story takes place in modern-day D.C., Virginia, and West Virginia. And, yeah, Amazon says that this is a romantic mystery, nail-biting thriller. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's rare. I mean, you know, I don't usually see all those words together. <laughs> yeah, I when mean, I'm looking for books, you know, I'm, I would I would definitely be like, oh, I'm gonna check this out. Yeah, like romantic and thrill. I don't know. I don't. You know, those don't go yes. hand in hand. Yes. Yeah, and well, I the author did a really great job making it believable to me, at least. I thought it was um, how she combined the romance with the all the drama happening. So good job. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the beginning for both the characters, the book actually begins with us witnessing the kidnapping of another young lady. So she's driving down the road and this other serial killer, which is how Alex and Mallory get thrown together, is stalking her and he's impersonating a cop and pulls her over, like on some back road. Nightmare. Yeah. And, you know, that's a huge fear, like, you know, when you're driving alone at night, especially women, mm-hmm. somewhere remote. I mean, if, if you don't feel comfortable pulling over, just, like, call 911, let them know you're not comfortable stopping in that area, mm-hmm. pull to a safe spot with people. I mean, it's not worth it, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, I watch so many <laughs> murder mystery things and true crime. It's just be precautious take care of yourself and I looked up these statistics a little bit ago there's actually at all times between 25 and 50 active serial killers in the U.S. what yeah I mean I I believe it it's it's scary you know Mm -hmm. that's why like I wish you know I had like a gun or something Mm -hmm. yeah because you never know I mean they can yeah, okay, I don't want to go into it. I don't even want to think about it. I know, it. it's terrifying. No. I know. So, in in summary, don't trust anyone. <laughs> right. All right, so getting back to our lovely book, uh, Alex's job, like we said, is to hunt down serial killers, and he kills them while his team that he's part of, that he doesn't even get to meet these people, part of the team, um, they call the author- local authorities and tip them off that this person is a serial killer who they're, they've been looking for. And they show up after he kills them, and there's all this evidence showing this is your guy. Um, however, Alex senses something's off because with his own team because the cops show up right after he kills the serial killer who kidnapped that girl by impersonating a police officer. And he, like... So... Uh-huh. Sorry. Go ahead. He has to sneak out of the house while the FBI is, like, raiding 
the house. Like, he literally just killed the guy, and then they show up. So, I'm thinking double-cross something. Yeah, maybe. Can't tell you. <laughs> I mean, it goes pretty deep. Like, the description says he's a covert government agent or assassin. So, you know, it goes pretty high up in the government. And when I, I'll just say, when I found out who was involved, I was extremely surprised. Wow. I mean, are those uh, positions actually real? I know there are FBI profilers. Like, that's a real thing where they, like look at how people are murdering and targeting victims and they like say oh it's a young white male between this age and this age who had issues growing up or this kind of specific they can identify those things by how yeah but I mean is there actual assassins oh that I don't know (laughs) yeah I'm here to tell you all it's real (laughs) (laughs) okay okay (laughs) So maybe double crossed. Mm-hmm. So with all these like awful circumstances, how did the characters end up meeting? Well, like we said, Mallory is assigned to the FBI team um, that studies serial killers, and she's actually on the team that's raiding the serial killer's house. So she's one of the ones who got the tip that this is the guy. Um, So they're raiding the house as Alex is killing him. And she's the very first one to see the dead serial killer. And she's also very suspicious. Like, it's like too pretty wrapped in a bow, you know, just sitting there on the platter for them. And uh, the next day she goes into work, which she hadn't even gone home from. And she gets introduced to Alex, who's pretty much a uh, cyber and physical security, um, not liaison, but, like, outsourced person. Like, he owns his own private company, and the government will go to him uh, to help. And is he hot? Oh, yeah, smoking. (laughs) (laughs) And she, you know, she's very taken with him, and he's taken with her. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) I can't believe it. (laughs) Yes, a lot going on here. So Yeah, this is a lot. I know. You're not even there yet. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) So Mallory actually has a really sad background story that we mentioned in the book description. She's a twin, and when she's a little girl, I think she was about nine, her her twin sister is kidnapped from their shared bedroom that Mallory was actually in the night her sister was kidnapped. Why? Why, and why would they only take one? I mean, but that's awful. I hate that. I know, no, Boo. totally. I mean, so I know this is kind of a spoiler. Sorry, but she had to get hypnotized in the book to figure out what she actually remembered from that night because she kind of shut it out um, mentally because it was so traumatizing. But she actually realized yeah. she used to sleep under her bed at night. And so the kidnapper wasn't expecting that. You know, he didn't know she was actually under the bed. But she remembered seeing his feet and hearing him talk. Oh, that's so awful scary. And for her parents and the the little girl. And I know. I guess it 
paid for her to be weird and sleep under the damn tree. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, you know, devastated her parents. They eventually divorce. And then, you know, her entire life revolves around her sister's abduction. Like, she says she feels like her sister's no longer alive because of, you know, the twins special bond they feel each other's pain and all that she said she couldn't feel her sister anymore so she's like I know she's not here but I don't want to give up until I know what happened to her and I want to bring the people who did it to her to justice or the person who did it to her to justice yeah darn right yeah I I mean I I would feel the same way yeah I don't know like if that was me in her position like what, how would that have changed me as, you know, if one of our siblings was taken as a kid? I don't want to think about it. I know, it's awful. So, <laughs> it's, you know, so sad that people actually live these awful stories. But anyways, Mallory starts to look into serial killers after, you know, she notices a suspicious why is this guy dead right when we get here? And it looks like he was assassinated because he has, like, a bullet through the middle of his eyes. And mm-hmm. it's, like, a good shot. You know, it's not everybody can shoot that. It's clean. Yeah. Clean shot. hmm And so she starts looking up serial killers in her, like, FBI database who end up pretty much, like, magically dead. And there's an anonymous tip that this is your guy. And, you know, these are obviously because they're dead because of Alex, which she doesn't know yet, um, but it gives her this, like, inkling, so she starts digging deeper, and he kind of finds out, and he goes, he gets told to go get something from her house, or go to her house for something, like, covertly, so he's dressed in, like, all black, and has a ski mask, and he's, like, going in her backyard, and he sees another man breaking into her house when he's about to break in. Whoa, layers of layers of layers. (laughs) What are the chances? Yeah. (laughs) No, I like it. Go on. Yeah, so the guy looks like he's about to go hurt her, and so he starts fighting him, and Mallory's attention gets caught. Like, she realizes there's people in her house, and she pulls her firearm, thankfully, but they both get away. But since he sees someone is stalking her and trying to hurt her, he feels, you know, very protective of her and decides he's going to, you know, save the day. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's crazy. I wonder if it's the guy who took her sister. You know what I mean? Oh, Nikki. Well, maybe. I mean, well, the book description said it, so we can say that. I didn't read it. It is. (laughs) He's obsessed. <laughs> he's obsessed with her because she's identical to who he lost, which is her twin sister. Sadly, yeah. Wait, what? So he's obsessed with her twin sister who died in his like custody. Like he had her for years, and she died because he abducted her yeah well she didn't die because he abducted oh. her i don't know why she they don't No, i mean but he i mean he had her because he abducted her. yeah oh, God, and so getting... the only person who can replace this her sister peyton is her mallory because he like kidnaps other wow that is super scary yeah and he keeps trying to kidnap other women who look similar but they're just not the same because they're not 
you know, when you're kidnapped as a kid and you're raised by your abductor, it's a lot different than a woman randomly being taken. She's not just going to, like, do everything you want or whatever. Right. That's twisted. Yeah. And then a little background on Alex is he's prior military, so he did a lot of things overseas he wasn't proud of, uh, but he felt like he was justified in doing these things. You know, he was protecting fellow Americans and his brothers and sisters in the military, so he thought he was the good guy, but these, you know, firefights and kills he racked up took a really heavy toll on him and his conscience, and... He feels really damaged and like he's not worth love or Mallory pretty much. Yeah, he's messed up in the head. That's uh PTSD. It's it's real. Mm-hmm. It's it's sad. It is, it's really sad. Um and then when he got out of the military, he was recruited by the C- CIA and you know, he thought he was again working for his government. He's doing the right thing. He's on the good guy's side. But when he's doing, like, this covert operation in another country, he gets imprisoned, and the CIA's like, we don't know that guy, and they don't, they just leave him there to rot. And he he really became jaded and, like, felt extremely betrayed. Oh, yeah, that's, that's heavy stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. It's wild. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Um, But... So, the rest of the book deals with Mallory trying to figure out who this vigilante is who's killing all the serial killers before law enforcement Mm -hmm. finds them. Yeah. But at the same time, she's also trying to solve her sister's abduction slash murder and stay alive while being, you know, chased by her worst fear, the guy who took her sister. Yeah, that's like double nightmare. (laughs) Yeah. And then Alex is, like, literally glued to her to- her side the entire time, and they fall really hard for each other, but they're both extremely hesitant because they don't, none of, n- neither of them were looking for a relationship or felt like they wanted to love another person because, like, Mallory, she, you know, wants to find her sister's murder. That's her only goal in life. And she feels so guilty all the time because she's able to still be alive and have experiences and grow up. And her sister just vanished, you know, and she knew she never got those right. kind of opportunities. Yeah. And then Alex feels like he's not worthy of love or anyone to care for him because of the life that he chose, like, you know, the dark side of life to kill people. And he feels like no one could ever love him or forgive him pretty much, or he can't forgive himself for all the damage he's inflicted pretty much. But I think it's justified killing serial killers. (laughs) Sorry, that's me. I think so, too. And, you know, they, I'm, I'm sure the romance is really amazing in this book. Uh, but, yeah, she's dealing with her sister and all the feelings she has with that and guilt. And then he's feeling guilty. So it's like they're two broken people coming together. And I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, it's a great love match. And Yeah. Um, and then, you know, she has to find out about his kind of betrayal. Because she is pretty much looking for him (laughs) the whole time (laughs) as the vigilante who's killing serial killers. But... Like, she thinks it's him. 
No, I don't think she suspects him as the her sister's killer, but it's just... She feels kind of betrayed when she finds out he's the vigilante. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. I thought she would like that. <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, it's okay. <laughs> 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 but. Wow. A lot. Does it sound like something that you would read? Yes, actually. I would read this book. <laughs> For real, I'd though. I'd like to read this book. Um, so it's free. I know. Can't go wrong. So Amazon f- rates it 4.5 out of 5 stars out of like 7,000 reviews. <gasps> wow. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm yawning. Um, but I gave it a 4 star rating. It was super good. And I really liked how, you know, the main character is not a victim. She's not some damsel in distress. She's strong. She can protect herself. You know, she's very intelligent and can outsmart these criminals. And I just, I liked that part a lot. That she didn't just have to be saved. Yeah, that was kind of, I mean, that the woman in my last book, I think she was very strong too, you know. Too strong, actually. Mm -hmm. So we've had a couple strong, we love strong women. Yeah. Because we are strong women. All day, baby. (laughs) Yep. But yeah. So Well, Donna, that was a great job. I would I would definitely read the book. I want to read the book. And I'm um if I was like, you know, listening to you, which I was, but <laughs> what I'm saying is I would like rate it a four point seven five <laughs> out of five. Oh, okay. Just from your review. I really if that's even like if you know Yeah, no, I totally think it, it it's worth it. It's so it's not overloading. It makes sense. It's in an order that's, like, realistic. It's yeah. not, like, a random thing happening, and you're like, why is this in the book? I don't get it. It's yeah. It's good. It goes well. And I think, Tony Anderson, you did us proud. <laughs> good job writing this it. book. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, thank you for listening. Yes, everyone. Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Ravished Ravished Podcast and subscribe, review, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks, everyone. See you in episode five. Bye. Bye.